0: The John Steigerwald Show, sponsored by Servicemaster of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the Yellow Van. Portions of today's program may be pre recorded.
2: I have a confession to make. Yeah, after digesting the results of the election uh, that was already a week ago today, time is moving fast, I've had to admit something to myself here. Now, we all know that John Fetterman was the worst candidate ever presented in the history of Pennsylvania politics, maybe United States politics. And we all know that he won, of course. And I had said for a while prior to the election and even after it that if he did win, it would be a sign that there was no hope for the human race But I was making that observation based on the assumption that people would be voting for him because they actually thought that he should be United States senator, despite speaking gibberish in a debate and being an avowed socialist. Well, after thinking about it, I've come to the realization that if John Fetterman had been the Republican candidate and was strong on school choice, Second Amendment, cutting taxes, getting out of Ukraine, uh, Ukraine, stopping the uh, transgender insanity in schools, and all the other issues important to me, And he had stood on the debate stage and drooled all over himself for the entire hour. And then, I don't know, thrown up on the podium, I would have voted for him anyway. Because getting control of the Senate uh, away from the Democrats is that important to me. Now, that's pathetic, of course. But what's really pathetic is that control of the United States Senate has become that important. It just shouldn't matter that much to anybody in either party. And it shouldn't matter that much because the federal government should not have that much influence on and and power over our lives, but it does. Not supposed to, never was. Now, the fact that people would vote for Fetterman no matter how pathetic he is and no matter which party he's representing is a sign that the federal government has gotten way too powerful, and everybody knows it. Not that anybody's going to take a lesson from this, especially the people who voted for him before he made a spectacle of himself in the debate. They didn't know how bad he was mentally until the debate, but they knew he was a socialist and that was OK with them. And that's exactly why getting control of the Senate away from the Democrats is so important. They're becoming infected with socialism. See in 2024. Meanwhile, when we come back, some new information on January 6th. It's been confirmed that the FBI had spies there. And in our second half hour, it was a good election for Moms for Liberty. That's a school choice group. We'll talk to the founder. Stick around. Is politicizing our justice system. This is Ted Cruz. From the leaking of the Supreme Court's opinion on abortion to attacking parents who speak out at school board meetings, what we're seeing should make every American angry. That's why I wrote my newest book, Justice Corrupted How the Left Has Weaponized Our Legal System. From Antifa riots to the Waukesha Christmas murder, today our families are much less safe. Joe Biden is right now using the DOJ and the FBI to target his enemies, to storm President Trump's home, to harass parents and pro-life activists, and to target you. Equip yourself. My new book, Justice Corrupted, will arm
3: you with the facts to hold your government accountable. Get Justice Corrupted, the new book by Senator Ted Cruz, wherever books are sold.
2: Hey, so how about getting a new bathroom for Christmas? You can do that. Um, at least get it started anyway. Uh, and, and it's, you know, you, you spend a lot of time in your bathroom, almost three years, by the way, are spent in your bathroom. That's a lot of time to spend somewhere that you're not crazy about. So upgrade your bathroom and make it your uh, bath of your dreams with Bath R Us. Now, we're talking about... Uh high quality furniture grade wood vanities featuring soft closed doors and drawers, cultured marble tops, integrated bowl systems. And the bathroom experts at Bath R Us offer complete, complete bath and shower remodeling services. That's total bathroom transformation for less. This is not an overlay, it's total transformation. So uh, and we're talking about modern and durable tubs and showers, ensuring low maintenance, resistance to mold and mildew, and easy to clean. And here's the best part. You schedule a free in-home estimate. You'll get $1,000 off, plus low to no monthly payments. That's right, 1,000 bucks off, low to no monthly payments. Call today, 412-752-6880. That's 412-752-6880. Go to bathrus.com. That's bath, the letter R, us, dot com, to start loving your bathroom again.
4: People do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s. Why should saving for retirement be any different? I mean, they go back to college. <laughs> learn new instruments. <laughs> Start skateboarding? Whoa! Okay, maybe that one's not for everybody, but saving for retirement is. With ACEYourRetirement.org, you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. Just have a three minute chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach from AARP. You'll get personalized recommendations based on your input that are easy to understand and work with your lifestyle. It's quick, easy, and free. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Woo-hoo! move, Dad! Thanks, sweetie. So wherever you are in your retirement savings journey, head to aceyourretirement.org and start chatting with Avo today. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council.
2: You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today. Now Mike Lindell, inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. This is John Steigerwald. Right now, MyPillow is offering exclusive offers on their bed sheets, their six-piece towel set, and even offering an extended 60-day money-back guarantee. Orders placed now through December 25th will now have an extended money-back guarantee through March 1st. The Giza bed sheets are marked down as low as $29.99, and believe me when I say you will get a great night's sleep in these. Their six-piece towel set is made with USA cotton, comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths, typically retailed at $89.98. It's now just $39.98 with promo code STAG. There is a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-716-8087. Use the promo code STAG or go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square and use promo code STAG. These offers will not last long, so order now with promo code STAG at MyPillow.com for this radio-exclusive offer on all bedsheets.
0: This is the John Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer.
2: Well, we don't know how much of an effect the January 6th uh, insurrection that wasn't really an insurrection had on the election last week. We know the Democrats sure spent a lot of time referring to it, uh, either directly or indirectly. And what they haven't talked about much is how much the FBI had to do with it happening. Victoria Taft of PJ Media wrote about uh, some new developments on this today, and she joins us now. Victoria, thanks for coming on again.
5: Great to be in Tiger World.
2: Yeah, I, I, I wish
5: it were under better circumstances.
2: Yeah, so do I. Do you like snow? Because we got we actually have snow on the ground here. So uh, oh, it yeah.
5: maybe it'll make things look
2: pretty. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So who um, who are the Proud Boys and what did they have, I, I guess, or not have to do with what happened on January sixth?
5: Well, you know, let me just backtrack for just a second. Okay. I've been watching the proud. I've just been watching the Proud Boys for years, and the uh, of course, they're now listed as one of the groups that helped start the so-called insurrection on January sixth. And I was always just, I was always like, how? I mean, these guys are these are not the people who do that stuff. This is this looks like antifa. This looks like any number of other things. But Proud Boys, no. Proud Boys are usually there to do security for conservative events and or they will go and essentially, I you know, I'm not putting any uh, uh, pretty lipstick on this. They go and they hold free speech rallies and dare Antifa to come and break it up. And if Antifa throws the first punch, believe me, Proud Boys will throw the last. So they're not angels, but they're not devils either. And so anyway, so this um, what we find out is in the case of five proud boys who are going on trial next month in court papers, uh, deeply enmeshed and veiled according to the New York times. And thank God they told this story because we wouldn't know there were eight informants and eight FBI informants in this Proud boys sector, what have you, that came to Washington DC. And we don't know, uh, to what extent they had anything to do with planning, any problems. But we do know that some crowd boys were in the thick of it by, uh, taking down police barricades. And they were there at the, at the, the scene, the crime, the sparks flew. Um, that was where Ray Epps was. And he was urging people to break in and all sorts of things. And there were proud boys around there. I don't think any of them actually went inside. I I could be wrong, but I, uh, you know, I'd have to go back and reread everything, but, uh, but the bottom line is so these guys were supposedly involved in a seditious conspiracy even Enrique Terriel, the black hispanic who of course is a white supremacist according to Antifa and everybody involved and he supposedly was a conspiracist but yet he was not allowed to even go into Washington DC on January 6 because he had he had done the unthinkable and that was uh, no not set a church on fire like Antifa and BLM did no rather he stole a and ripped off a BLM banner from a church inside the beltway and that got him a basically uh, he the PNG them persona non grotted him, him. didn't allow him in so anyway so here we have eight informants John we have eight informants from the FBI in this group are they some of the proud boys probably yes Um and so, what the question is is brings up now more than ever. Okay, all right. You guys knew FBI that there was a conspiracy to knock over the Capitol on January sixth. Why didn't you stop it?
2: Yeah. Well. Let that sink in. Yeah. So here's the thing. Um, we know what what well we 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 know what we saw. Uh, we've seen a lot of video. Some of very much of it is not that should have been seen has not been seen yet. But what we've seen, we saw what was going on there. It was uh, pretty violent, and there was a lot of crazy stuff going on there. Are they saying that um, that these um, these guys in the, uh, the Proud Boys who are in going to go on trial for sedition are? Mm-hmm. Do we know how? Are, are they admitting to having the FBI? Uh, informant involved and possibly involved in um, helping to plan or cajole them into doing it.
5: Oh, we don't know that, John. In fact, the FBI has said in response to defense attorneys who've gone to court saying we need to see this information. We know we want the 302s. We want all the reports that FBI agents have have written up about what their informants have told them about this so-called seditious conspiracy and you're not going to believe this but the fbi says no because it really doesn't affect your clients oh okay so what you're saying is we can't have exculpatory exculpatory information defense attorneys say this is almost certainly exculpatory information because guess what your honor in court yesterday these guys were never involved in a conspiracy to knock over the Capitol or involve themselves in any way, shape or form in a so-called insurrection. That's crazy talk. And so that is where we are state of play right now, but it leaves the FBI with two very, very bad options. And the one is why didn't the FBI, FBI stop, uh, if there was uh, you know, stop, this whole thing before January 6th, there was a big conspiracy to carry it out. They knew in advance and why, it also brings up another question that's a side question. January 6th committee never allowed a Nancy Pelosi. She exempted herself from the sworn testimony and nor did it allow, I think one, the, uh, the LARPer that they have from the, uh, as Capitol Police who, um, uh, was there that day or at least observed somehow, but they wouldn't let any other Capitol Police officers to testify whatsoever in front of the J six committee, it kind of makes you wonder why is why is that and uh, why are, do we know that there was intelligence prior to January sixth that told them there was some big thing going down and hey Nancy Pelosi please get your Capitol Police because she's in charge of them mm-hmm. to uh, get some get some gates up stop this and she didn't now. So of course, as we know, Nancy Pelosi was busy making a movie with her daughter that day yeah. and using it as a platform to lay into Donald Trump. But I have to tell you, if there's no conspiracy to put together an insurrection, and I firmly believe there wasn't, I think there might have been a conspiracy, but it might have been on the part of federal actors. I I wonder then how they could possibly have undergone or engaged in the second impeachment when Donald Trump was out of office and accused him in some form or fashion of start starting off this insurrection so-called when he was still talking and telling people to go peacefully march up to the Capitol. I mean, I'd like to know, uh, once again, we already knew it was just bogus. Both impeachments were, we know that, but this just brings to bear, more eyeballs on this other this other issue, and the other thing about the FBI is that okay. So, did the DOJ frame, or is the DOJ once again framing people for something they didn't do?
2: Yeah. Now here's yeah. here the thing is um, there's a difference between uh, uh, the the poor boys, uh, the proud boys. I'm sorry, the proud boys showing up maybe the poor boys were there too, but the proud boys showing up uh, and maybe being there, uh, thinking that they had to provide their usual um, security. C- security for the for the sure, uh, yeah. against Absolutely. the Antifa people who were, you knew were going to be there. But
5: oh yeah, and who were there by the way? There were people who yeah. were in the crowd changing clothes from mm-hmm. their Trump gear to Antifa black block. Yeah. and
2: vice versa.
5: But there's a. So diff- we know that that was happened. There was that was on video.
2: Yeah, and there's but the, there's a di- big difference between the Proud Boys showing up and maybe getting caught up in whatever what eventually did happen there. We know something was going on. It's obvious. There's pictures of it. But there's a big difference mm-hmm. between that and them conspiring to overthrow the government, which is what I, I think is required for sedition. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not sedition if you show if you just show up somewhere and you get caught up in a riot. That that's a, that's a riot. But sedition oh, good, that, requires oh, that's another question.
5: This is an excellent question in addition to probably being the agents provocateur themselves as at least some of the federal informants. I also bring up the question in my piece over at PJ Media. Hey, wait a second. So, let me get this straight. On one end of the Capitol, you're fighting against letting people in. And on the other side of the Capitol, you're letting people in freely. You have let in people to a space where you know, there's. they say, there was a conspiracy to overthrow the government. Why would you do that?
2: Well, but, Victoria, where, uh, where, does, it, where does it say that they knew a conspiracy was afoot did, did they, are they saying they knew that now, or are they well, saying I, it, they found that out since? Since?
5: No, we haven't. Intelli- first of all, initially we learned that there were uh, there was intelligence, right? So oh. uh, CIA, DoD were talking to. That's, what, that's why Trump wanted to have uh, the military, mm-hmm. uh, the the uh, military Guard, deployed, yeah. so that we, yeah, National Guard deployed to stop any because they were hearing stuff like this, right? And they didn't because it was up to Nancy Pelosi and she had to ask for the national guard, the mayor, correction, the mayor had to ask for the national guard. That's how it works in a civilian chain of command. The person in charge of the entity, i.e. Marion Bowser, the mayor of DC has to ask the president for permission to um, deploy the national guard. They both said, no, Nancy Pelosi had stand down orders. so anyway, so we knew in advance. And then finally, Why, uh, if you've got informants in the Proud Boys, uh, Mr. FBI agent, then you would have known, right? You're accusing these people of conspiracy to commit insurrection, a seditious conspiracy. If you really believe that, then, then you knew something was going on and you did not act.
2: Can't have it both ways.
5: Well, that's right, and they're yeah. happening it both ways. Yep. They say, oh, don't say anything, don't ask. You know, Victoria, you're so mean to the FBI. You yeah. know, they're just out here to protect us. Yeah, I used to think that way, too. Yeah, now my that. eyes, the, the scales have fallen from my eyes.
2: <laughs> We're talking to Victoria Taft of PJ Media, also the Adult in the Room uh, podcast, and she, her series out there, uh, great stuff she writes called West Coast Messed Coast. This isn't the West Coast, <laughs> but it's pretty messed up. Um, I saw I don't know if it was from today uh, that this hearing was, but Christopher Ray, the direct the FBI director, was asked directly by a congressman if there uh, were um, FBI informants um, in the yeah. Oh, he asked, he
5: uh, was asked he, he was asked a long time ago. Yeah, but he I wouldn't answer.
2: Is that from a long time oh, that's ago? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
5: okay. that, that's and, and that's fine. I mean I think people, people need to hear that again. Yeah. He wouldn't answer. He wouldn't, you know, oh, well, you know, humana humana homina. Hum. You know, who knows? Maybe he had to get on a jet and fly to his uh, vacation home again that yeah. time. But, uh, I mean, he's lied under oath, okay? And uh, that might be one of the times that he did it, but he has lied. The guy needs to go. The next president needs to fire this guy. But I would say that they, of course, they had informants. And, of course, they had the FBI officials. I mean, that's why when you had prior January 5th, remember? Hmm. January 5th, okay. Listen, you've got two pipe bombs found. Oh, yeah. The day before this big Mm hoo-ha. And the day before, there is a huge confab in the Capitol for, you know, the lawmakers to count the ballots. How in heaven's name do you not uh, harden the target? I mean, how do you not do that, especially when we find out later? that Kamala Harris was in the DNC headquarters in D.C. So there, there's a lot that doesn't make sense. We don't know who did it. There is a lot of argument about the quality of the videotape of the so-called bomber. Uh, there is a lot hidden. There is still outstanding 14,000 hours of video that covers the entire melee, the two-hour melee that happened. Uh, January 6th, and we can't see it. And we're supposed to take their word for it? Oh, I, you know, I was born yesterday. <laughs> yeah, you know, I wasn't born yesterday, is what I was yeah. trying to say. I mean, come on, man. <laughs>
2: never well, what about the I Oath Keepers? Right and uh, this guy, and, Greg McWerthor, who had a heart attack, I hate to say, kind of conveniently.
5: Yeah, that's, uh, that looked a little too pat, didn't it? So there was uh, an Oath Keeper. The New York Times reports that the Oath Keepers are also on trial for the same kind of charges. The you know, oath keepers are a bunch of older guys that um, arm up and they're prepped and they're ready to go. And they've never committed any act of violence. They've never been associated with any act of violence. But nevertheless, they're on trial. And a guy who was an FBI informant conveniently could not be uh, could not testify at the oath keepers trial because uh, he had a heart attack the night before. Can't have that. I mean,
2: I'd be freaked out too. But wow. come on, you know how it looks. That's a little too. Nobody good. Knows. I, I hope the guy's okay. I hope it's not fake. But boy, it's uh, it's a tough yeah. one. I got about a minute and a half left here with Victoria Taft. Um, <laughs> does it not matter anymore how this turns out? Did the Democrats get what they wanted out of this? I mean, oh, it, sure
5: they did. They it's got two years until there's another election,
2: right? Uh, it's,
5: it's, yeah, it's, forever narrative. Oh, you know, you're terrible. You're 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 white nationalists. I mean, yeah. they have all these things that they've been able to. But they used put it into the attorney. Oh, of course they did. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They conjured it up. They made it happen. I think is what it's looking like. And then they used it against Republicans.
2: And it and it's
5: and they divided the Republicans over it.
2: Yeah, and it worked. It's it's uh, there are people who uh, it, it really affected Donald Trump. Maybe not his most loyal followers, but the people who may have been on the fence a little bit about him—they're—they're they're starting to bail, and that they, it worked. And um, mm-hmm. they don't—I don't think they care how this turns out because yeah. it's two years before anybody's going to pay a price for it, and they got—they got what they wanted out of it.
5: Oh well, you know, come on, John. You and I both know that. Uh, they never paid a price for the Russia collusion hoax that they perpetrated no, no. on the American public. That was that was a Mark Elias, Michael Sussman, DNC, Hillary Clinton contrivance, a horrible, horrible uh, election joke, and and uh, it's horrible it's involving all levels of government to say that Russian that Donald Trump was a Russian spy. And they haven't paid a price for it. There's no political price for it. Never. Well, Mark Elias is not doing the same thing.
2: uh, A great piece today, uh, uh, Victoria. I'm out of time. People can find it at PJmedia.com. There's a lot of interesting details in there and uh, a lot more to be found out about this. Thanks, Victoria. Thank you. Okay. We'll be right back.
0: FSRN News, I'm John Scott. The United States and China have agreed to reopen some lines of communication after yesterday's meeting between Presidents Biden and Xi Jinping.
3: One of the outcomes of the three-hour talks was the agreement to empower key senior officials to work on areas of potential cooperation. Back in the summer, Beijing had cut off such contacts with the U.S. in protest of House Speaker Pelosi's trip to Taiwan.
0: I asked that Secretary Blinken travel to China to follow-up on our discussions and continue keeping the lines of communication open. The
3: president said he believes that China and the U.S. should be able to work together to solve global challenges.
0: What else, correspondent Greg Cluxton? President Trump, former President Trump making a special announcement this evening, that announcement expected to make official, is entering the race for the presidency in 2024. The announcement, 9 p.m. Eastern. This is SRN News.
3: Nine.
0: A lot of towns have a river. Some have two, but nobody has three. Nobody but us. We're Pittsburgh, the city of bridges, 466 bridges. The most in the world take that Venice. We're a renaissance city that refuses to say die. Might as well say we invented ketchup. But the best thing about this town is the neighborhood. The best friend or neighbor you ever had lives right down the block. Great people. That's what makes Pittsburgh what it is. And you have a station that gets that. AM 1250, the
1: answer. Remember that first paycheck when you started working all those years ago? You were finally out on your own, earning money. You looked at the net amount and thought... Whoa, what happened here? It could be this way with your retirement accounts. You know how much you've saved, but if you haven't planned for the IRS, you could come up short in retirement. With tax laws constantly changing, there's a lot you need to know to make sure you're not paying more than your fair share. Roy and Jason Locks and the Synergy Group team can help. They will help you create a retirement plan that shows you how taxes could affect you now and in the future. To receive your complimentary tax analysis, call 412 673 7760. Make sure you know how. How these changes could affect you so you can avoid paying more to the IRS. Request your complimentary tax analysis today. Call 412-673-7760. Securities offered through JW Cole Financial. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through JW Cole Advisors. JW Cole Financial and JW Cole Advisors are not affiliated with the Synergy Group Inc. The Synergy Group Inc. may not give tax advice. Whose
0: rule book do you want to play by? The government's or your own? This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Without a proper estate plan, many families end up playing by the government's rulebook and losing a lot of what they'd intended to leave to their families. That's why Abernathy & Hagerman presents free, ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer to help you protect what's yours and make sure the government plays by your rules. The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.log. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. WPGP. Pittsburgh. w Yes, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer.
5: Watch out for that winter weather hitting the area. Could be some slippery highways. Use a little caution. We have some pretty typical rush hour delays out there. Inbound 28 all stacked up Butler Street down to Chestnut Street. Outbound heavy from Route 8 to Fox Chapel Road. Pretty solid on Parkway East inbound. Delays Boulevard of the Allies to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Outbound at least a 10-minute delay or more from Boulevard of the Allies up to Edgewood-Swissvale. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson.
0: AM 1250, the answer, weather. Mostly cloudy skies for tonight will reach a nighttime low of 28. Tomorrow, a thick cloud cover, chilly with periods of rain in the afternoon. Tomorrow's high, 41. Tomorrow night will be cloudy with a bit of snow and rain at times in the evening, followed by a snow shower late below 35. Wednesday, mostly cloudy with a couple of snow showers. We'll reach a high Wednesday of 39. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer.
2: Last week may have been disappointing for Republicans, but the news wasn't all bad, uh, and the best news might have been for people who are interested in school choice. Moms for Liberty would qualify there. It's a group created by two school board members, and it's dedicated to, uh, quote, fighting for the survival of America by unifying, educating, and empowering parents to defend their parental rights at all levels of government, Tina Deskovich is one of the uh, co-founders, and she joins us now. Tina, thanks for coming on the show again. Appreciate it.
6: Thanks, John, for having me on.
2: So uh, I apologize for the confusion, by the way. I'll say that publicly. I I told you 513 and then 535, and it was my fault. So I I really appreciate you hanging around uh, and putting up with me. But um, was was last Tuesday a good day for, for Moms for Liberty?
6: Yeah, Tuesday was a great day for Moms for Everybody. We're still working on tallying our totals uh, completely because places like California have said it's going to be two to three weeks before we know the results. So we have 37 races still outstanding, but uh, we endorsed in 200 country, Um And so far we're coming in with well over half of those being wins, which You know, this is our, we haven't even been around for two full years yet. We're right out of the gate. Our chapters have been endorsing. Uh, They had no funds behind them except for in Florida. And so we are thrilled with our results.
2: And um, what might those results have been had you and other groups uh, not gotten involved and, and, um, and brought attention to this?
6: Look, the teachers union have you know, what they've been doing for decades is running their candidates. If you look to California, an article came out this week uh, that their California teachers union put $1.8 million behind uh, candidates, school board candidates just in the state of California. And so, you know, that's what they've been doing for decades all across the country. We just we just don't know the numbers right now for each state. And so they get their own members elected And, uh, nobody's, you know, the community's none the wiser. And then they negotiate with themselves on behalf of students and parents and families and, you know, who loses students lose two thirds of American fourth graders aren't on grade level. And that's the reason. And so it's vital that, um, moms for Liberty has been formed. It's vital that parents get engaged and involved in their local school board elections. Um, we are just, you know, this is our first year getting involved at this level and we are just getting started.
2: Yeah, it it is just getting started, and that, to me, is is kind of the important thing here is that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but one of the most, one of your greatest accomplishments is just getting people to pay attention to school board uh, elections and pay attention to what their school boards are doing or not doing.
6: Exactly. So New York has their school board elections in May. Um, I think we ended up, our chapters there endorsed 75-ish candidates uh, somewhere in that area 40 ended up winning, but for me, one of the biggest wins of the night for that election was in Dutchess County, New York. We lost every single school board race, but turnout was three times higher than it had ever been for a school board election. And so, you know, first year out of the gate for them, just a few months in, they they put these candidates out there. Um, they learned a lot, and you better believe next year uh, not only will turnout continue to be high, but our candidates will be trained and ready and prepared. Another piece of information that came out of Tuesday night for us is that as we were collecting our data, seventy percent, 76% of our candidates are first-time candidates. They've never run before. Yep. They're just moms and dads who are mad and stepping up. And so, uh, you know, it, it, many people know the first time you run, you're just starting to get your name out there. And so, again, we're just getting started
2: yeah uh, I was going to ask you where the where the winners came from I, I I mean i guess not just ge- geographically but where in American life are they coming from
6: They're just moms moms dads you know um we don't we don't have to be a mom obviously yeah uh, our chapters our chapters screen the candidates uh they ha- we gave them like a um a questionnaire for them to give the candidates and then most of them held forums with all the candidates in their districts and then as a chapter they voted but you know, mostly are the, the people we endorsed are moms and dads, parents that are frustrated and upset and, and concerned about the future of education for their children. As far as geographically, you know, where some of these big wins were, South Carolina uh, had remarkable wins uh, for us on Tuesday night. Charleston, South Carolina was an, it's a nine person board. Uh, eight were very liberal. One was conservative. And we flipped that board. We took five seats. Uh, on Tuesday night, and flipped that board completely. Same with Berkeley, South Carolina. We took six seats, uh, flipped that board. So um, several other counties in South Carolina, just really, really great success there.
2: How did you do it? I mean, aside from the obvious that you just got people involved and you found the people who wanted to run, but um, that's that's a that's a big deal. That's a city uh, school board, uh, and you flipped it. Um, how did it happen? I don't know. I guess that's the only way I know of asking it. It's just, did did um, did? Was there a groundswell of people who just finally understood that the schools stink and they had to do something about it?
6: Well, I think we have to give credit to the local chapter, the local chapter leadership, uh, because you know we have two hundred and fifty chapters now across the country. We did not have school board races, like I said in America they are different, and you know they're in pennsylvania they're they're different times of the year they're like yeah. Ohio only has them on odd years and so um it, it's different for everyone. but for Tuesday, uh you know the credit for those those um those school board races that were won, I want to give to our chapter chairs because our chapter, you know, and our chapter leaders, because they really, really worked hard to expose the concerns in their particular districts. That's not something I can do from a national level or Mm -hmm. our teams do, you know, they, they are at the meetings every month. And so they are able to point to people and the policies that have been created and how they're voting and and how they're hurting children and families. And so I'm just really proud of the work they've been doing on the ground.
2: But, but they're, they're, um, Inexperienced politically, most of them, right? And they're going yes. up against people who are very much experienced in getting what they want, uh, specifically the, the teachers' unions and the people who support them. They know all about how to get it done. So they were rookies going against veterans there.
6: That is why we're thrilled with our success rate this time around because, yes, our people are rookies. Some of them have never voted, some were not registered to vote until the last two years. Uh, many of them have only ever voted in a presidential election. Our, our moms are not political by nature; they haven't been involved in, in this type of thing before at all. A lot of times, they endorsed candidates that had no ability on paper to win. You know, if you would have asked somebody in the political world, you know, this person. Should should they run? They have no mm-hmm. name recognition. You know, they yeah. they're not heavily no involved in X Y Z. No money. They've never raised a dime in their life. Uh, you know, any political person would not get behind them. Our moms didn't even think to look at those things. They looked for people that had the same values, the same uh, morals, the same moral compass, believed in liberty and and in parental rights and the and the right, the fundamental right of parents to direct the upbringing of their children. And that's that's who they went with. And uh, they got behind him passionately because of that. And, you know, that passion, if you get enough of it, and you, you can outwork money. Uh, you absolutely can, especially in these local elections. And I think that's what
2: our moms proved. They also are very local. There's, you're dealing with small jurisdictions in most cases, right? So that you, yeah. the people can be reached. It's, it's not like trying to reach everybody in one huge congressional district. It's, uh, it's the people in one school district.
6: Yeah. So, uh, for example, Bedford County, Virginia, um, they had elections Tuesday night and our chapter chair, they have early voting in Virginia for 45 days, which is, you know, despicable in itself. She was at the polling location under a tent for all day, open to close for 45 days for her candidate. And he won, he absolutely won. So, you know, like it's, it's just, it's amazing what you can do, um, with working on the ground in the small communities to make a difference, and we knew that when we started Monster Liberty, you know the world and America was kind of upside down. If you recall, January twenty-first of twenty twenty-one, mm-hmm. um, and in December, while we were trying to figure out, you know, where we wanted to go with this. And, we, you know, everybody was so upset with what was happening in Washington and felt powerless, including Tiffany and me. And, you know, we said, we know what to do locally. We know about school boards. We've served on school boards. We can help people in this area make a difference in their community and and get some control back of their government. And so it's why we launched. It's how we formed. And we're excited to be seeing the vision play out.
2: And where are you located, Tina?
6: I am in uh, Florida. Like uh, On your break, I was listening to your news, and they were like, watch out for the wintry weather, and I'm like, it's 86 degrees. What do you mean, wintry weather? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, it's just, we got about, a, it looks like we got about close to an inch of snow here, which I like. I love the snow. Wow. Uh, wow. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, um, But we're talking to Tina Deskovich. She's uh, one of the co-founders of Moms for Liberty. So um, what was the issue? Uh, there, there are two or three issues I think everybody knows about, but... Was there any one of the issues that really got people fired up?
6: I think it's different. You know, these are small communities, small towns. Every Everything from a local tax referendum could have swayed, you know, in some of these areas. But there are some general topics, I think, that were overarching in all races. And the sexualization of children, whether it be in comprehensive sex ed or in pornographic books in their libraries right. or... Um, gender ideology, you know, those are themes that seem to be consistently showing up all across the country that are really, really infuriating for moms and dads to see happening in the schools.
2: Um, How many of the people who have gotten behind this movement since you've been involved were just finding out about this stuff going on in their schools now, even though it's been going on for a while, and how shocked were they?
6: There's so many people that still don't know. I had a conversation with someone about that this morning. Like there's still so many people that are like, well, yeah, maybe in California, but not in my community. And, you know, we're like, okay, let's go do a public records. Let's go do a FOIA request for your district for gender ideology. And let's find out exactly, because we know every time a mom comes to us and says that, and we do a request or, you know, we dig in a little deeper, it's everywhere. It is in all school districts, every location. And so there's still a lot of people that need to be woken up.
2: Well, the media are not your friend. Here's a – I'll read you this quote in case you haven't seen it. This is from The New Yorker, um, and it was talking about the wins that um, the people are pushing education freedom had over the uh, during this election. And this is a quote, a clown car school board race in Charleston, South Carolina, which you just mentioned, <laughs> ended – that was Charleston you were talking about, right?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah there was
2: a, a clown car school board race in Charleston, South Carolina ended with 5 out of 9 seats going to Moms for Liberty-backed candidates. Governor Ron DeSantis, the maestro of Florida's don't say gay legislation and a home state hero to Moms for Liberty, endorsed 6 school board candidates all of whom won their races. Moms for Liberty endorsed a total of 12 in Florida, winning 9. In Texas, 10 out of 15 spots on the state school board appear to be going to Republicans, including three seats in which GOP incumbents either lost or dropped out of their primary when facing opponents who took a harder line against CRT. That's a critical race theory. But there you go. They, uh, the first line there is it's a, clown's, a clown car school board race because people other than the union got involved in it.
6: That sounds like such fair and balanced reporting. Yeah. I mean, surely yeah. you can believe uh, yeah. a news article that says clown. Uh, just, we are not surprised. I had not seen that article yet. I'm yeah. going to go look it up when we get off of this call. I'm not surprised. announce like, you know, they're sore losers. They're used mm-hmm. to just uh, steamrolling through boards of education across the country. We're the first organization to put up the, the flag, you know, put up the hand and say, nope not on my watch, and they surely don't like it.
2: Yeah, and here here is a, is a tweet from the NEA, the, one of the two big unions, quote, Educators love their students and know better than anyone uh-huh. what they need to learn and to thrive. In other words, we yeah. know more than parents. That's what they're putting yeah. out there.
6: Oh, go to our Facebook page, momsforliberty.org, number four liberty on Facebook right now. I put up a long post yesterday replying to that exact tweet you know, we are moms. We gave birth to these babies. We've nursed them. We've been in the yeah. emergency room with them. We've read, you know, we've, we taught them to walk and to speak. And to say that they love or care more for our children than we do is, it's absurd and it's offensive.
2: Yeah, the, uh, no better than anyone what they need to learn. You can understand maybe them trying to get away with that, but love their students uh, uh, better than, the, than their <laughs> parents do. That's...
6: They just can't help themselves, John. Like, they just, I, really, and in this environment, uh, they've learned nothing, and they, they they don't even see it. They don't even see how offensive that is.
2: Yeah. Have you, by the way, this is completely off the subject, and I'm running out of time here. Have you seen the story in Ontario? It's not the United States, of course. Uh, 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 the, the teacher who showed up with the gigantic breasts, the man.
5: Uh, no, I
2: have not. No, well, you have to look it up uh, because <laughs> it's in Ontario. And this this shop teacher, and it's just it's ha- the same type of things happening here. He's a man who has uh, decided that he's a woman, and he he's um, he's uh, put on gigantic. When I say gigantic, I'm talking about beach ball size breasts under his shirt, and he goes to school and teaches that way. And people, of course, complained, and the Ontario, whatever the district is in Ontario, school board said they couldn't make him stop wearing it because he was—he has to be able to live his transgender identity. Now that's that, so it's everywhere, and that's the same as the United States. You may not have seen anything that ridiculous here, but that kind of stuff is everywhere, right?
6: Yeah. Um, Canada is about, I don't know, four years, three to four years ahead of us of where we're headed. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you watch the numbers of transgender children, oh, yeah. the, the surgeries that are happening there, mm-hmm. oh, it, it's it's really astonishing. And we're kind of following in their footsteps in a lot of ways. So I think it's it's good to look at those stories and what's happening in Canada, because if we don't stop this, it's where we are headed.
2: Yep. Oh, no question. And, that, and I talk about it a lot here, uh, that uh, it's coming this way, not just in matters that you're dealing with, but everything. It's becoming North Korea up there, and they're trying to make it move down here. Hey, uh, Tina, congratulations on having a good election year. I have a feeling that it's going to be even better for you in two years Uh, and keep up the good work and good luck. And where can people find you real quick?
6: MomsforLiberty.org on our website. They can uh, join or hit any of our social medias, not Moms4Liberty.
2: Well, congratulations again. Thanks for coming on the show. Hope to have you on again. Thank you so much. Okay, that's Tina Deskovich. It's MomsforLiberty.org. I'll be right back. How'd you like a new bathroom for Christmas and not have to pay for it till what, Easter of 20, whatever that would be, 24, uh, 18 months from now? You can uh, go to BathRUs.com. That's Bath-R, the letter r BathRUs.com and check it out. It's uh, BathRUs, and they're offering, right now, if you schedule a free in-home estimate, you get $1,000 off, plus no monthly payments, uh, low to no monthly payments. Uh, one thousand dollars off, low to no monthly payments, and we're talking about a total reformation of your uh, transformation of your bathroom. Uh, we're talking about. Um They offer complete bath and shower remodeling services, and it's a total transformation, not an overlay. High-quality, furniture-grade wood vanities, soft closed doors and drawers, cultured marble tops, integrated bowl systems, Uh, and you can uh, choose from a selection of beautiful luxury vinyl flooring, both water-resistant and low-maintenance, and gorgeous faucets and fixtures for the finishing touch on the bath of your dreams. So, once again... You call now and make a, uh, schedule an in-home estimate and save $1,000 and low to no monthly payments. That's right. Uh, and you can do it by calling today at 412-752-6880. That's 412 752 Bath R Us. That's Bath, the letter R, Us.com to start loving your bathroom again. Bachman's Roofing and Solar is your local award-winning roofer. Stop waiting. It's time to inspect your roof and protect your home's number one asset. With no interest and no payment financing for 12 months, Bachman's Roofing is your easy choice for roofing, gutters, and solar. Did you know Bachman's Roofing is one of the number one GAF solar integrated roofing installers in the USA? Go with Bachman's. Go with solar and install the roof that pays for itself.
0: Call 412-744-8390 or visit Bachman'sRoofing.com. Do you know how much you're really paying for life insurance through work? I can almost guarantee you're overpaying for limited coverage. I'm Joel Clark, a SelectQuote agent for over 20 years. My clients are shocked to learn how expensive life insurance at work really is because of a rate that's driven up by unhealthy people. Why pay more when you don't have to? For over 35 years, SelectQuote has helped people save 50% or more by shopping highly rated insurance carriers. I found a 40-year-old man with high blood pressure a $500,000 policy for only $18 a month. Don't procrastinate. Workplace Open Enrollment will be here soon. Let Select quote save you money and get you the coverage you need to protect your family. For your free quote in just minutes call 1-800-865-2266. That's 1-800-865-2266. 1-800-865-2266. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Full details on example policy and carrier ratings at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Price could vary by health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. You all have
2: helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. This is John Steigerwald. Right now, My Pillow is offering exclusive offers on their bed sheets, their 6-piece towel set, and even offering an extended 60-day money-back guarantee. Orders placed now through December 25th will now have an extended money-back guarantee through March 1st. The Giza bed sheets are marked down as low as 29.99, and believe me when I say you will get a great night's sleep in these. Their 6-piece towel set is made with USA cotton, comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths, typically Retail at 8998 is now just 3998 with promo code STAG. There is a limited supply so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-716-8087, use the promo code STAG or go to mypillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Square and use promo code STAG. These offers will not last long, so order now with promo code STAG at mypillow.com for this radio exclusive offer on all bed sheets. This is the John
0: Steigerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM
2: 92.5. The Answer. Well, I can tell you that I have not watched late night television. I mean, and I, when I say I don't I haven't watched it, I'm talking about one minute of it in the last 15 years. I see clips, but I've never tuned in to one of the late night shows at 1130 at night and say, I think I'll watch Jimmy Fallon tonight. Haven't done it. David Letterman stopped being funny right around, I don't know, turn of the century. I stopped watching him. So here's from the newsbusters.org, the Media Research Center. From Labor Day until the Monday before the election, the late-night talk show hosts had, you know, political guests on. They had 47 liberals over that time on the three shows. And you know how many conservatives they had? Zero. None. Uh, they This is what. This is why Newsbusters is great. They actually take the time to count this stuff. They don't make it up. They don't. It's not an opinion. It's a fact. So the count of politicians was 21 Democrats, zero Republicans. Colbert led with uh, seven. Noah was second with five. Myers was third with four. Fallon was fourth. Corden and Kimmel were tied for fifth with one. Hillary and Chelsea Clinton got on there. Pete Buttigieg was on multiple times and Beto O'Rourke. There's something you want to tune into and stay up late to watch. Beto O'Rourke and Chelsea Clinton. How are you going to get to sleep after that? I'll talk to you tomorrow. The John Steckerwald
0: Show is a production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by ServiceMaster of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand, the yellow van.